0: Good morning, and welcome to the first Unitarian Universalist Society of San Francisco. My name is Meg McGuire. I've had the great pleasure of being your ministerial intern this year.
1: And I'm Carmen Barsotti, a worship associate, faithful fool, and I've had a purple string to this congregation since 1998. And welcome to today's service.
0: As we begin, we want to encourage all of you to take a moment to download the Order of Service. You can find it on our website, in the chat, or in our newsletter. If you don't yet receive our newsletter, feel free to sign up with the link in the chat, and you'll get the Order of Service going forward.
1: The Order of service a helpful guide as we move through worship together, offering you the lyrics to our hymns and a sense of the arc of the service. Inside, you'll see the list of people who collaborate to bring this service to you today.
0: We want to take a moment and just recognize and appreciate those people. Steven Kruger, who is managing our sound and AV. Eric Shackelford and Don Shearer, who are working our cameras. Joe Chapeau is monitoring our chat this morning. And our Zoom coffee hour will be hosted by Les James, Tom Brookshire,
1: and Alex Dar. Thank you to Thomas Brown, our sexton this morning, and Carrie Steer Salazar for the beautiful flowers. And special thanks to our musicians, organist Reiko Odolain, song leader Asher Davison, and guest musicians Rita Fabrizio on flute and John Thomas on tuba.
0: And we are joined here in the sanctuary for the first time in a long time by our full bell choir. And we're so glad that y'all are here. We also want to take a moment in gratitude for all of you who, while not here with us in body, in the sanctuary, are felt here in this space, nevertheless. And with the kindling of this flame, we bring your presence more fully into this space until such time as we can be together again.
1: And this morning we'll be weaving a well-traveled path, the path between this congregation on Cathedral Hill and the community of faithful fools living and working in the Tenderloin.
0: We know that this isn't a straight path and certainly not a static one. We'll consider the places where our paths cross and crisscross the ways in which our lives weave together, and the practices through which we encounter and re-encounter one another.
1: And we are grateful that you are on this path with us this morning. Welcome to worship, everyone.
0: We invite you to join us in singing our opening hymn, number 108, My Life Flows On an Endless Song. You can find the words printed in your order of service.
2: Prevails in her manners. How can I keep from singing when tyrants tremble as they hear the bells of
3: freedom ringing?
2: When friends rejoice both far and near, how can I keep from singing to prison cell and, and dungeon Vile, our thoughts to them are winging. When friends by shame,
1: together the words of our chalice lighting found in your order of service. We light Light this this chalice chalice for the the light light of of truth, truth, the warmth warmth of of love, and the fire of of commitment. commitment. We We light light this symbol of
0: our our faith faith as we we gather gather together. together. Whether you are a newcomer or a longtime member, you're invited to join us for our Zoom coffee hour right after the service. Coffee hour is a chance to gather in small groups to reflect on today's service, catch up with old friends, and meet new people. Joe Chapeau will put the Zoom link in the chat toward the end of the service. And you can find it in your order of service as well. For now, I want to call your attention to a few additional opportunities to connect and deepen with this community. Small group ministry will hold a summer session, taking place throughout the month of August. This is an excellent introduction to the program for those who have not experienced it before or are new to the congregation. There will be breakout rooms during the coffee hour following today's service, where you can meet with the small group ministry coordinators and learn more about the summer sessions. The July Ministers Book Group will be led by special guest leader, Reverend John Bierens and will be discussing Adam Gopnik's book, A Thousand Small Sanities, The Moral Adventure of Liberalism. The book group meets next week on July 21st or 22nd. The pagan interest circle will hold its first in-person outdoor full moon ritual on July 24th, an opportunity to ground and revisit the roots of the group and participants own her stories. More information about each of these offerings and how to register or attend is in your order of service. You can read more about additional opportunities to get connected as well, and I hope you'll join of any that are of interest. Again, this morning we have a special treat as we're joined by the full bell choir, and they have graciously invited Carmen and I to join them. Without a creed or uniformity of belief, it is the promises that we make together that keep our community together. Some of these promises are expressed in our congregational covenant. I invite you to join me now in saying aloud this simple and challenge-filled affirmation of how we strive to be together you can find the words printed in your order of service. Love is the spirit of this church and service is its prayer. This is our great covenant to dwell together in peace, to seek the truth in freedom and to help one another.
3: From
2: all that dwell below the skies, let songs of hope and faith arise. Let peace could
1: Recognizing that there is human suffering all over this world in the course of natural and human catastrophes we bring our gong today in honor of places of suffering and struggle we bring our gong first as we have since July of 2019 for those lives held and those lives lost in federal custody in our detention camps, for the mounting trauma to children separated from their families, and for all people held without charges in less than transparent or inhumane circumstances. In this repeat of some of the most shameful chapters in our nations and our world's history of xenophobia, racism, and greed, We ring the gong seven times for this week of days in which human dignity has been dismissed. And for our responsibility as citizens of this country, it rings out clear. We ring our gong additionally, once in acknowledgement of ongoing losses of COVID-19. This last week, 54,000 Eight hundred and eighty-one people died of COVID-19 globally, 1,885 of them in the United States. We hold in our hearts all of these losses, nearly incomprehensible in scale, each one of them, each one of the numbers a person who loved and was loved. We hold in our hearts those nations where medical care is taxed to the brink of its abilities and with devastating consequences. And all who await the global distribution of vaccines that, to be fair, will require a significant commitment by the wealthy nations of the world, ourselves among them. There is so much to remember and hold May we keep those we have named and their loved ones in our thoughts and in our prayers. And may we ease the tide of human suffering this week, however so we can.
0: I invite you to join me now in a time of shared silence and spoken meditation, a time to rest into the spaciousness that each moment can hold, to notice, notice what rises up in you, whatever grief or longing or worry To loosen for the moment whatever part of you is clenched around it. To keep noticing, loosening, listening, and to make space for whatever it is that this silence wants for you. Join me now. source of life and love, spirit that flows within and around and between us. As we gather this morning across physical distance, help us to perceive anew the connections between us, to release the illusion that we live separate lives, the fear that we might be alone. May we notice and then unlearn the stories and beliefs that threaten the ties between us. May we shed the fear, the distortions that assert that life is zero sum, that there is not room for all to thrive. May we remember the threads that connect us one to the other the threads that weave the interdependent web of existence that we know to be true, present in all moments, persistently yet imperceptibly. And in so doing, may we find ourselves more ready, more willing to act in defense of life, in support of our collective flourishing. these things and more in the words that rise up in each of us. We together pray. you to join us this morning in a story an adaptation of the invisible string by Patrice Karst one calm quiet night the twins were asleep suddenly it began to rain very hard thunder rumbled so loud it woke them up mom mom Don't worry, you two. It's just the storm making all that noise. Get back to bed. We wanna stay
1: close to you. We're scared. You know, we're always together, no matter what. But how can we be together when you're out there and we're in bed?
0: This is how. Rubbing their sleepy eyes, the twins came closer to see what mom was holding. I was about your age when my mom first told me about the invisible string. But we don't see the string. You don't need to see the invisible string. People who love and care about each other are always connected by a very special string made of love.
1: But if you don't see it, how do you know it's there?
0: Even though you can't see it with your eyes, you can feel it with your heart and know that you are always connected to everyone you love. When we're separated, your love travels all the way along the string until I feel it tug on my heart. And when you tug it right back, you feel it in your hearts.
1: Does Jasper the cat have an invisible string? She sure does. And best friends like me and Lucy? Best friends too. How about our neighbors? Absolutely. How far can the string reach? Anywhere and everywhere. Would it reach even if we were submarine captains at the bottom of the sea? Yes, even there. How about an astronaut in space? Even in space. Can my string reach all the way to Uncle Brian in heaven? Yes, even there. Does the string go away when you're mad at us?
0: Never. Love is stronger than anger, and as long as love is in your heart, the string will always be there. Even when you get older and can't agree on things like what movies to see or what games to play or what time to go to bed. Oh, that's right. You two should be in bed.
1: And with that, they all laughed as Mom chased the twins back to their beds. Within a few minutes, they were asleep, even though the storm was still making the loud noises outside. As they slept, they started dreaming of all the invisible strings they have and all the strings their friends have and their friends have and their friends have until everyone in the world was connected by invisible strings. And from deep inside, they could clearly see we were all connected and no one is ever alone. Our offering this morning could pull a little string or you can push the donation button and it is going to support the work and ministries of this congregation you can press the donation button in the order of service on our website a link is also in the video description and in the chat in the payment portal you may give by using the line that says Sunday plate offering Thank you in advance for your generosity. It's what allows the service of this church. The offering will now be taken and gratefully received.
0: and John let's take a walk come down the steps or the ramp of the church and make a right on Franklin Street at the statue of Thomas Star King cross through the busy traffic light onto O'Farrell you'll head down the hill passing the dealership with the expensive electric cars. If you look closely, you'll pass a window with a homemade gallery of beckoning cat figurines, my personal favorite, cross poke, and you'll start to notice the streets growing more crowded, more alive. You'll pass a parking garage, a music hall, a park make a right on Hyde and follow the hill down less steep now you'll pass by apartments a beauty salon a laundromat a coffee shop several small markets and people lots of them continue two and a half blocks then you'll see the purple building on your left the home of the faithful fools. It's just a 12 minute walk from this congregation, 10 minutes even if you walk fast, which I did at first. If you have 15 minutes, you can take the time to notice, to breathe, to practice. Five extra minutes, really, that's all it takes At the beginning, I couldn't have told you exactly why I was so moved to make that walk each week, only that I knew it was a powerful practice, powerful personally, and I suspected more than that too. I think of practice in the sense that Stacey Haynes and Nigthi Mayina do, that practice is always happening whether it's intentional or not. How we breathe, how we move, how we think, how we encounter one another, each of these are practices and each of them are constantly shaping who and how we are. Practice, they say, can open us up to new ways of being or alternatively can calcify how we think, act, and feel. When approached intentionally, practice has the power to transform. In purposefully adopting a practice, there is a deliberate will to change oneself, or more accurately, to allow oneself to be changed. Like so many spiritual practices, walking up and down the hill has a history, a lineage of other practitioners. As I'd walk down the the stairs of the church, I'd think often about all the people before me who'd traveled this path. I'd think about Kay Jorgensen at the beginning, about the many of you who I know have made this walk over the years, And mostly I liked thinking about all the people whose stories I didn't know. Lives integrated in and between this congregation and the Tenderloin. People traveling with questions like mine and people traveling for different reasons entirely. In an uncertain and largely virtual year, Joining in a time-honored and embodied practice was grounding and connecting for me. Each Friday afternoon when I'd shut my laptop and head down the hill, I'd find something a little bit different. Traveling the same path again and again makes visible the changes that pulse through any city block in the course of a day or a week. New art on the sidewalk, the slow evolution of construction, people's things gathered and relocated, cars moved, trash bins filled and then emptied, different people each time, and also sometimes the same people who were, of course, different with each day. And so was I, especially at first, When I had less of a relationship with the neighborhood, my own projections and fears loomed large. I walked with the identities that shape who I am and how I'm perceived bumping up against others, coloring my view and others' view of me. It's not a comfortable thing to notice this in myself and definitely not comfortable to name here, but I know that it's part of the practice. It matters to name these things because when left unchecked, these stories support behaviors and policies that privilege some lives over others, that criminalize and abandon some people. Stories of separation create more separation. So walking with the fools, I learned to carry a mirror with me to ask, where do I begin and end? And when judgment or fear rises up to try to notice it and get curious about where it comes from. Those of you who have participated in a street retreat with the Faithful Fools will know of the mantra that came to Laura Friedman Amayoshi who did a summer internship with the Fools in 2001 words now offered to others walking the streets. What holds me separate? What keeps me separated? As I walk the streets, what still connects me? I carry this mantra with me, not just walking in the tenderloin, but just about everywhere I find myself these days. It's an anchor, bringing me back again and again. And it's an invitation, first to notice and then with time to release the assumptions that don't serve me or others or the world I want to co-create. The fools talk about collective liberation, realizing the ways that our liberation is bound up together, connected by invisible threads. Because ultimately, these stories of separation and the real separations that they create, these hurt all of us. All that baggage I carried down the hill, especially at first, that baggage slowed me down and stooped me over, getting in the way of connection and the possibilities for it all around. When I was able to put some of it down, even for a moment, I was always surprised and delighted by the interactions that disrupted my assumptions, the deeply ordinary and extraordinary everyday moments, the deepening relationships made possible with time the invitations into incredible lives of activists and clowns and artists and chefs and so much more, and the moments of resonance that with enough time together always seemed to emerge. The relationships built one hour at the time, giving new meaning, new recognition to the streets I'd been walking as they became a map of people as much as landmarks. We discover on the streets our common humanity, the Fool's mission statement concludes, through which celebration, community, and healing occur. And it did, and it does, and it can still. Over time, for me, the practice of walking up and down the hill kept widening beyond that walk, beyond those streets. I kept carrying Laura Friedman and Mayoshi's mantra with me, asking, What holds me separate? What keeps me separated? As I walk the streets, what still connects me? The practice of traveling down the hill from this church to the fools has rippled out in unexpected ways. Reminding me that there are structural realities, separations constructed over years that need to be acknowledged and repaired. There are habits of the heart and things that live in the body that build up walls and reify those separations. And there is a deeper truth below all of that, a common humanity, an intricate and interdependent web of life of which we are a part, strung together with love, whether we know it or not, that with care and practice is always there to rediscover and reconnect with. It's been a great gift to practice in this way with you and the fools, with all the neighbors I know and don't know yet. So however we practice, may we keep at it, that we shed every lie that lets us forget the strings that hold us together. May our remembering support our collective liberation. May it be so.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
1: The music feels appropriate. It's kind of like having these firm steps on the street with the lightness of being in the midst of it. So thank you. As Meg has said, for more than 20 years, there has been a lot of walking and rolling up and down the hill, from the fool's court to the church and the church to the fool's court thousands have made street retreats they began here and we walk down the hill coming of age groups since 1999 have walked up and down the hill as part of their learning how to root and cultivate their commitment with direct engagement in the community Some of you remember the early years of Up on Top, when we'd walk down the hill and meet the 25 children after school and have to walk them back up the hill here to the church. Those few blocks felt like miles as we'd walk up busy Franklin Street, trying to keep the excited and active kids together and safe. At different times, small group ministry cohorts have gathered to make sandwiches, and then we'd walk or roll down the hill to share them along the way and take time for conversation at the Fool's Court afterwards. Some of you have come down to sit in our street zendo for meditation. More than a dozen ministerial interns beginning with Karen Day in 2000, walked up and down this hill. Members of the church who have served on the Board of Faithful Fools and still do walk up and down the hill. Years back, with explicit intention to keep the string visible, the church board and the church staff came down the hill for a meal, and then held their weekly or monthly meeting at the fool's court. For many years, probably since the establishment of this church, people have walked up and down the hill seeking assistance or a listening ear. Or for more than 20 years, men who seek sleep and a hot meal in the Winter Shelter, walk up and down the hill. And of course, numerous clowns, encouraged by Osgard, Kay Jorgensen's clown, have walked up and down this hill. As I was remembering all the ups and downs and all the downs and ups these past 23 years, I remembered an exercise Kay would have us do with the coming of age groups down in the McCondry room here at the church. She would divide us into two groups, each bunched up on different sides of the room. She then invited us to walk across the room, passing each other. So we did, we passed each other each group getting to the other side, waiting to be told what to do next. She invited us to cross the room again, and then again, and we did this crossing back and forth. The first time, that was nice, maybe a little awkward in people's unsureness of what we were doing. Some of us smiled at each other, Some were uncomfortable and shy in the closeness with people they didn't really know. But mostly, we all just took care not to bump into each other. As we kept crossing back and forth, the energy in the room changed. It got lighter, as not only did we pass by one another, but we began to notice one another. There were more smiles, a little joking, and laughter would begin to surface. Compliments began to be exchanged as we noticed each other's shoes or their hair or their hip and groovy clothing. Some would link arms and start walking back and forth together, mixing up the groups. And pretty soon, no explicit invitation or direction was needed we were now one group in the room, walking and talking together. It was a simple but important exercise, as we are all in this room, we are all in this city, we are all in this world together. Even if we don't see the string we are connected. Whether someone explicitly invites us to crisscross or whether we are compelled from within, we need to keep walking and rolling across unfamiliarity, across fears, and across boundaries and ideas we have erected that keep us separate. It has been a great gift to walk back and forth with Meg this year, with Sharon Weld last year, and the many interns and ministers and members before them. I looked forward to Meg's time every week because she came with complete availability to what I or others needed. She came with the same equanimity whether we had loads of laundry to do in the neighborhood laundromat for someone who was battling bedbugs, or the intimate task and hard work of cleaning out the apartment of a friend who had passed away, or whether she was asked to accompany a woman to a medical appointment, being a still point and an advocate and a witness for her, For being a black woman, most every medical appointment awakens the trauma rooted in a lifetime of neglect and unimaginable violation by medical professionals. Meg, I'm grateful. And I'm grateful that you want to crisscross. And I say thank you. And a few weeks back, you received gifts from the the congregation, acknowledging the completion of your year of internship. I'd ask you to come up here, because today I would like to offer you gifts from all of us at Faithful Fools. First, (laughs) I offer you this purple ball. (laughs) which with the coming of age groups and the thousands of people who have made street retreats, it has been tossed back and forth, and it links us together. Second, I offer you this mirror, and keeping your feet on the streets is what keeps the mirror polished. And third, I offer you this giraffe (laughs) that Kay Jorgensen would wear on her fool's vest. And the giraffe was a symbol that Kay found great meaning in. And so do I, for the giraffe is the largest Or the land animal with the largest heart because it has so far to pump the blood to the brain. Mm. And your heart is large because you crisscrossed humanity with your own struggles, your own experiences of pain and powerlessness. And your heart is large and your compassion is great. And I thank you. and to this congregation and anyone who is with us for the first time. I say thank you to you for walking and rolling up and down the hill. And I invite us all to keep doing so. To make visible the string that connects us. For love is the spirit of this church. And service and justice Reparation, community building, and forever challenging ourselves is our task. May it be so.
0: Join us in our closing hymn, We Would Be One. You can find the words in our order of service. (laughs) Thank <laughs> comings and our goings may the light of love shine upon us out from within us be gracious unto us and grant us peace for this is the day we are given let us rejoice and be glad in it go in peace